Hey, 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 everyone. This is Bush League live at 5. And hey, we are broadcasting from the traditional Stolo, unceded Stolo territories here on 101.7 FM Civil Radio, broadcasting from Abbotsford, serving the Fraser Valley. And like we said, this is Bush League Live at 5, playoff edition for the Calder Cup playoffs. I got with me my ying to my yang, my, my, my zing to my zang, Kenny Greencorn here at my side, and I also got Terry Minzane on the board. How you doing, fellas? How's it going this week? Fantastic, man. How about you? Oh, yeah, well, we wanted to try and get in before Wednesday's game, but it's just, you know, everything happens, and this is Bush League, so after all, we can't always adhere to a regular schedule. But hey, you know what? It was good luck, because we got through that game. Now we got a big game tonight. Another do or die. I have my three in a row sign I was walking around with. Yeah. Turning on. It's always a good view from behind me. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> true. That is very true. Uh, we, I, I actually didn't realize how negatively that sign actually worked for the Calgary yeah. fans until the Calgary fans are going, yeah, three in a row tonight. I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, no. no, no, uh, no, no. Not my best sign. Not my best sign. Yeah, we, we weren't prepared for the comebacks on that one. Yeah, no, okay. we. Uh, I know, if, like from up top and the and the other and the other seats. Whenever you guys came on the big screen a few times with the with the Calder Cup necklaces, yeah, yeah. and a lot of uh, a lot of the press guys were like, "That's a pretty, those are pretty fun necklaces." Hey, yeah, <laughs> so. you know, our, and and we made the front page of the uh, AHLs. Facebook and Instagram as well. No way. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, and by the way, anybody wants to check us out on the socials of the web, you can do so at underscore Bush League on Instagram or Bush League Radio on Facebook. Okay, let's see this. Oh, (laughs) my gosh. There it is. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, the bear's on the loose. (laughs) I was fired up, dude. I was fired up. Plus, that guy, that photographer called that goal. He comes down to us, he's like, Next goal. I'm like, well, what if there's a goal? No, oh, you know, he, he came down right beside me. He's like, okay, when we score, I want you to look at us and let it rip. I'm like, what? Yeah. And then literally like 30 seconds later, we scored. I was like, dude. I was like, right. hopefully you're not here for too long. This guy knew. It that was awesome. It kind of makes you think things are rigged a little bit, right? When the yeah. NHL photographer's like, yeah, when they score in 30 seconds. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I was us, like, give okay. us a, a little energy. <laughs> don't, please don't, please tell no. me you did not fix this. They actually came down to our section. They asked our neighbors there, and they're actually great neighbors, Doug and yeah, his daughter. Yeah. And, and they're like, "Hey, you guys mind uh, just showing off, uh, get some pictures taken when uh, when they score?" And they're just like, "Yeah, you want to talk to those guys? <laughs> <laughs> those are the guys you want down there." Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like we did not disappoint. So no uh, way, man. That was a beauty game. Yeah. There was the one who almost got to get some jersey in the picture. And uh, who are you saying up in the press box was admiring oh, that? Um, that was uh, I, mean, I don't want to name drop, but like Chris Faber of the Canucks oh, Army. When we man. were we were walking in, uh, he we, something came up with a Tristan. Someone came up uh, with a conversation with like, Tristan Nielsen. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Nielsen's been getting in the face of a lot of people. He's like, yeah, yeah. So you see that like. I see that guy with the the get some jersey walking around every now and then. He's like, he was like, I I often love that jersey. Yeah. Uh, and then you were like, well, you should come on the show sometime. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm busy that day. No, 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 it wasn't that. He's like, yeah, just like, just give me, just give me a shot, man. DM me when I'm not DMing. We'll figure a time out. And I was yeah. like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, we'll see, we'll he's, see, washing, we'll he's been washing his hair that day. Yeah, <laughs> he's Chris, good. Chris Faber is a beauty, so I like that. Guy. They've Maybe. been um, they've been pretty. Uh, him and like Jay, him Jay, uh, Joe, Joe Jamauer. Uh, yeah. Jamauer was a yeah. Jamauer is the he's the bomb. Like he I love is, those two. He he's he's a good guy. He they were they they keep nudging me. Whenever we do like the media scrum, because I'm still so new to it, yeah. they uh, they go like, "Taryn, you, you're starting us off today." I say, "I don't know." I was like, "You're starting us off." And so now yeah. I have like uh, when I was editing my audio, 
uh, earlier today. I could hear from my, from my other articles as a sports editor of the Cascade. You could hear them kind of say, okay, so Terrence starting us off, and then the, the players kind of look at like, who's Terrence? Oh, you're Terrence. Like, okay. yeah. <laughs> that yeah. That's awesome, though. They're, they're bringing the rookie in, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, the, That's awesome. I, 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 was gonna, I was waiting to tell you guys until on the show one time. Uh, the first time I did the media scrum, uh, I go in. I'm, I came come. I actually was finished with you guys one time. They're like, yeah. one the, like the first playoff game one. Yeah, you definitely don't dress up for us. Aww. No, I mean, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so I, I was, you know, wearing my wearing my jeans. My my uh, my. It's an Abbotsford green hoodie, so it counts. And this uh, this navy jacket that you always see me wear. And I go do do the game. Go down this uh, the media scrum. Everyone's in nice suits. And so during the game, I was saying I'm way too underdressed for this. Yeah. Go to the media scrum. Everyone's in suits. Coach comes in, do do the interview, and then somehow the conversation of professionalism comes up, and he goes, "You have to come in. You have to be prepared to be to act it, and you have to look like you belong." And then he looks to me, and everyone <laughs> looks at me because I was in the hoodie, and so I just like, "Man, I like started workout again in the morning. Yeah. Did did all the stuff at school. Did an yep. exam. Then did, then produced a show." For this game, and they came here to report on the game and everything. Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, you've been hustling, young man. I, I can understand that." Then the next game happens, and I took his advice and I dressed up. I dressed up everything. I go to the media scrum after the game, which is the second uh, two, the second game against Bakersfield. And he looks, comes in, he looks directly at me. He goes, "You're looking really fresh. Look, you belong here, young man." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks, coach." <laughs> so, but, you, but you know what? In your defense, like I remember. Uh, we went to a couple of media scrums, uh, Justin and I, in the first season, and and honestly, like uh, we got some good clips and stuff, but it's just not really on brand with what we do. Uh, I think we we're actually going to play a clip today if you had it queued up, but but anyways, the, yeah, the, the thing is, like I'd rather go in there and ask some questions, like uh, Have you been to Castle Fun Park yet? Where's your favorite <laughs> place to eat in Abbotsford? Like you know, I, this is Bush League after all, folks. So you know, we go in there and we got our full like Abbotsford regalia on, <laughs> like we got all of our our jerseys, and they're like, Yeah, you can't do that. You can't come dressed as a fan. You got to come dressed as a me. Act like you've been here before. It's like, I haven't been here before. I'm like, you guys didn't prepare us at all. We didn't know where to come. We didn't know what badges we needed. We didn't know anything. I didn't even know where the media scrum was. I didn't know how to get up. I was stuck in the down bottom part of the arena for like 30 minutes. Couldn't that figure was, my way out. You know, honestly, my first game I went through to go through that uh, entrance and exit, same thing with me. I stood, you know where the, the singer comes on? I stood there and was sitting there going, okay. Where I, where do I go? And and I, I had finally to ask got directions that they finally went, took me up. When I finally got upstairs, I ended up sitting in the AHL commentator area for like <laughs> the whole second period. I didn't watch. I watched one period from the actual media seats, and that was the third period. And like the guys in the AHL thing, they're like, "I'm just sitting there for like a full period and a half." They're just like. Yeah, man, what are you doing here? I'm like, well, I'm here, you know, media. They're like, yeah, this isn't where the media sits, dude. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> you should have just been a new guy on the job. I'm learning. I'm learning, guys. Yeah. Oh, I did. I pulled the new guy yeah. card. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's my first time, you know. Yeah. Well, well, listen, Taryn's, Taryn's getting it all uh, all under wraps for us. So if we ever get into a media scrum, we won't have to chase nothing. Uh, yeah, sure. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Taryn will be like, no, you go here, here. Yeah, this yeah. is what you say. What and, you it sounds, and it sounds like uh, when, when I went, for the first game at Bakersfield, they had changed it up a little bit where where they normally do it. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like everything's still kind of being like figured out and learned. And um, yeah. Well, listen, I think I think Carl, we take a little bit of blame for that because when you go from bush league, and then go directly to a media scrum, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. kind of tend to mm-hmm. wear the hoodie and, and a little bush. You should have just said to him, look, I'm Bush League. Yeah. <laughs> you got to catch up <laughs> This is Bush over. League after all. <laughs> Next time. Uh, <laughs> it looks before. like you're doing it right today, though, yeah, buddy. You no. look like you're doing it right Do today. Like I just Bush League pins that just say, this is Bush League after all. <laughs> Please forgive me. Please forgive me. It's Bush League. Yeah, no, <laughs> All's fair in love in Bush League. Yeah. Um, you know, when, oh. but when, the co- when, the, when you get called out by the head coach, you definitely start to dress up a little bit. So That's awesome. To do for it. Well, I'm sure our three listeners out there are dying for us to get to talking about the actual game. Let's do it. In, in, mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of talking about us in our uh, media scrums. So we had some big predictions in the last episode, notably from uh, Alec Carl over here. And I wanted to kind of go through some of these and uh, embarrass my coworkers here. I mean, go through oh. some of the, the predictions that came in. Uh, no, actually, for the most part, we were all pretty spot on. But we were looking at uh, – so we all predicted the sweep in round one with Bakersfield. Yeah, uh, no, actually, I think I actually said 2-1. You wavered. No, you said, because I listened to this back, because I love okay. listening to the sound of my own voice. <laughs> so I listened to the episode about four times it's true. Uh, in the shower. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and anyway, so you, you actually said, you wavered a bit. You said a betting man would say 2-1. Oh, okay. and, and then you said, and if it did go to a game three, it would be a shutout win in the third game. Yeah. So, but you did st- you did agree with us at first. So <laughs> I stand uh, by that. I you stand by that. We're done the series, dude. How do you stand behind something that's over? Um, so I additionally predicted uh, that both games that we would win in the like that we would sweep, and that both those games would be by more than two goals, and one would be a shutout. All that came to happen. We won three nothing and four two with a Spencer Martin getting the shutout in game one. Uh, it was pretty cool to see them swap goalies. You know, that was kind of a cool little touch here, especially yeah. after the shutout from Martin. But that was great. And both goalies have played so well this year. It's deserving. So I'm assuming tonight we're going to see Artur Silovs. See, I that was my first question of of uh, do we do we not? I, I I I assume we must because all throughout every everyone every single time we talked, their coach was kept saying we don't have one goalie, one goalie, two. It's goalie one A goalie 1b they both are hungry for it yeah. they both want this and mm-hmm. and uh, everything along those lines but i after you know after you know a 4-3 loss in game two against calgary maybe i'm jumping the gun on on you guys right now but and after tom- last uh wednesday night i don't think you switch them up i think you i think you give martin you know he's got, he's got the experience he's got the number of the team down he was actually from the press seats they had a, a really uh they as in calgary had a really really fast cross from the top of the the red circle to to spencer's crease they had a very very fast pass that mm. w- luckily didn't nothing went in almost went in a couple times but martin was ahead of the of uh our defense on mm-hmm. calling out when that pass was going to happen yeah. and i think that with something that quick i don't think you change but i would like to get what you thought said do you give do you change it up now or do you okay. stick with martin don't get he the second talk win dirty? And then... He talks so pretty, this guy. I, I know, you. man. It's Aaron. You're on fire today, man. You're He's going a beauty. To on fire. Okay, but you're absolutely right. So let's talk. Let's analyze this a little bit. Unless, Ken, you want to say something before I get into no, this? No, no, no. You go ahead, buddy. Okay. So rolling into this. So here's the difference between what they did in round one. So round one, you win game one. Spencer Martin gets the shutout. Yeah. It's not that difficult to go to Artur Seeloff, prove that you're going to be playing him and that you're rewarding him for the play throughout the season. But here's the thing. They, if they lose that second game, they still have game three. They come back mm-hmm. with Spencer Martin, yeah. go back at him. This is a do-or-die scenario. And as you said, you know, a few more goals than they would have liked went in last time Seeloff's played. 
how do you not play Spencer Martin? So that's the difficult thing. Uh, but by the logic of how they've done things, which they're, you know, they've just been swapping back and forth. So you would think they're going to play Seelofs tonight, but I wouldn't be surprised if Spencer Martin gets the, sh- gets the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. Okay. I would agree. I-, I think I really liked how they switched up the goalies in that first one, just because, like, you never know. You may have to go to Seelofs, right? And get him a game in there, get him going, get him feeling it, see, see how it goes. And he did well. So I think, um, yeah, but I mean, I think Martin's played really well in this series anyways, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. There's no reason to take him out in my mind. So yeah, I think Martin's been the better goalie overall so far in this Calder Cup run. Yeah, not to take away from anything, Arthur Seelofs. Uh, th- this is a tough opponent, right? And as Terrence said, they've got a really good neutral zone play. Uh, these are very evenly matched teams with a very similar style of play, and there's a lot of uh, you know similarity in the depth chart. I really do think that Abbotsford has an advantage on the defensive end. I don't know that. Um, Calgary may have an advantage on that top line. I don't know, like, they, but it's so even. It's so even yeah. and hard to tell. Plus, Abbotsford's got a couple of those guys like Tristan Nielsen that can step up and play with so much intensity. You want to speak about intensity? Yeah. Toulson. Oh, Toulson. man, he oh, was yeah. good, what wasn't a, he? Like, uh, I, think, I don't know if I may have clipped this one, but I, uh, if, it is, if, if I did, sweet. If I don't, I'm sorry. But uh, the, the head coach even saying that, yeah, look at – Look at the takes. Look at the plays. The tapes. That's all clean. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there, there were about five times where players on the Cal- on Calgary were like, "What's like this?" Ref, the refs yeah. like, "I can't call anything. There's nothing wrong with that." And yeah. like, there, oh, there was one play where Juleson, uh clipped the stick out of midair. Remember? Yeah, so yeah. The, so he made the hit. The player drops his stick, and Juleson whacks his stick into the other end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> not against the rules. Oh <laughs> like, no! You dropped your know. stick and. Right, right in front of us, and right the Calgary player looks at the ref, and the ref's like, I'm not calling that. Yeah. Like, you literally give him the face, like, really? I'm there's, not calling that. There's like, nothing wrong. There was on. nothing wrong with it. It was a clean, big hit. You dropped your stick. He decided to whack it. That's up to you guys to figure yeah, that yeah. out, not me. Yeah. Uh, but, they, yeah. They, they, yeah, that was, a, that was an aggressive game in, on Wednesday. Well, it was a that, great that was, game to watch. Great. The Beauty. shot counts in these games. It, this is one of the best playoff series I've ever watched. It's yeah, so it's fun to watch. You, it's so good. You really see the rivalry between the, the two cities and the and the two teams and, and that. And I think that that's the type of thing that everyone loves to see is that kind yeah. of that atmosphere of it. It, it you know everyone really comes alive yeah. when we get this kind of rivalry at the stadium there's no friendly games between the Calgary Wranglers and Abbotsford Canucks no, from not. here onward this no. this is now the big one of the biggest rivalries in the Pacific Division well probably yeah. the biggest in the Pacific Division and yeah. like next year is going to be such a treat to watch these two teams battle it out but yeah. uh, and it's every bit as a good rivalry as the Calgary and Van- Vancouver uh, rivalry too. So, but I, I do have one question for you though. Um, absolutely. I saw. Uh, ho- I want to get your, your speculation on this because we were kind of wondering up in up in up in the press box. Uh, we saw uh, Ho- Hoglander get like clipped a little bit in around the first kind of end of the first start of the second period, and then he just seemed really off for at least that rest of the period, like like skating slow. But did you guys see anything with that? Did you see him like on the benches or anything? Because we we were all trying to wonder: did, did something happen, did, or is he just kind of? Sounds like, like a good question for the media scrum. You know, you're talking yeah. about a whole group you know of anybody, media guys. If you know anybody that that's in those media scrums, I don't know. I mean, yeah. no, um, I'm just kidding. Mm. No, you know what though? You are <laughs> right. That. He did take that one pretty big hit. Yeah. Um, and then I did notice the same kind of thing. Like he was a little more apprehensive, like almost thinking like we were. 
who was that? Uh, oh, I can't remember now. That that Calgary player, uh, Poye. Yeah. He remember he was battling with. Um, oh, I can't remember who it was now. But he went to go into the boards and literally put his turned around and just left oh, the puck and yeah. put his hand out and was like, "I know I'm going to get crushed." That was Juleson. That was, that's right. Yeah, no, that was, was the stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that, the ju- yeah. That was after the stick one, right? Yeah, yeah. Were, <laughs> and they were chirping at each other. But and I just started laughing. I was like, "Dude, he knew it was coming." He just like put his hand out, like, "Oh no!" Like I, I also loved how every unnecessary roughness uh, penalty that we got was from Tristan Nielsen. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. it was him, and it was all because he would come out of nowhere to defend his teammate. <laughs> yeah. just, I thought there was sometimes we were like, "Did he just come off the bench <laughs> just to fight?" He comes out of the stand, he's holding popcorn in one hand, he's fighting the guy with the other. <laughs> yeah, it's just. But hey, okay, well, back on topic here. Um, you know, I, I talked about the defense being a big uh, difference maker. I think for the for the Abbey team so far in these playoffs. Um, I, I predicted that Will Landon would have three points in that opening series. Well, mm-hmm. he only had two. He had two assists. But the point of that prediction was that the defensive depth of the Abbotsford Canucks would prove the difference maker versus the Bakersfield Condors. And it certainly was the case in the opening series. The D scored three of the seven goals in that opening series, two by Jack Rathbone. And how good yeah. has he been? He was great on Wednesday. He's a really fun guy, too. Yeah. He's very good. If you want... Um, he, I, I had it like we checked the clip, but if you want to can play it here now, it doesn't quite uh, say what like what I what I thought, but he still does absolutely does loves the the bank the yeah. atmosphere atmosphere. Yeah, so th- this was uh, Tarrant was texting with me. What do we what do you want to ask him? And I said, let's ask him about the fan base. What a big difference this must be making because you watch the, the watch the feed yeah. in Calgary. It's nowhere near the energy you're seeing in Abbotsford, and we don't have a reputation for this energy. So this is really cool yeah. to see everybody got uh, in the city galvanizing behind this team. So let's hear that uh, that. Yeah, clip. I think it was. Uh, I think it's always kind of been at that level. I think it. Was was uh i think part of that's our crowd um it was a pretty cool atmosphere to play in um they ramp it up and uh we love playing in front of them so it's uh it's i mean it's i think it's two of the best teams in the league right here so this is uh this is why you uh this is why you play these are the games you want to play in so yeah so that's talk about that's that. and I think and he's right we do have the best fans because uh yeah. Every, every time we hang the get some jersey on the boards when they come out, he gives us a glare. He looks over and gives us a head nod. So oh, he knows it. He I think they all it. love it. But Kyle <laughs> Rao's like our beauty. He's got the, he gives us a little Shout tap out, Kyle every Rau. time. Yeah. I'm getting a Rao jersey next year. I'm getting 42, and it's going to say, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> So we got our get, get some. some and let's go. <laughs> or we'll go the other way. Let's go get some. There we That's go. right. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, – and also, Will Landon specifically, he's starting to heat up with a goal and assist on Wednesday against yeah. the mm-hmm. Wranglers mm-hmm. in that big do-or-die contest. So, we talked about the Calder Cup predictions as a whole as well. And yep. uh, so, I predicted, just to kind of give people an update on what's happening across the AHL right now in yep. the Calder Cup playoff action, um, I predicted the Pacific Division, it would be the Wranglers or the Canucks, just because... I think they're miles ahead of the other teams in that division. I really do. Even even Coachella Valley. I don't think Coachella, Coachella Valley is as good as their their standings indicated. But we'll see. We didn't play them a lot this year, so I didn't get to see no. them a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I called Toronto Marlies in the north. Uh, they're leading the north semifinal series with Utica 2-1, to one, looking to play either Syracuse or Rochester uh, in the finals there. Both great classic HL teams. So that'll be a good series. 
And uh, in the central, I, I said the Manitoba Moose, you know, I said, and, uh, and the, you know, they would they play the Texas Stars. Texas Stars already there in the finals uh, waiting for them. So called that one as well. Atlantic, we talked, I said the Hershey Bears. You said Providence. And the Atlantic Files, fi- finals, we have uh, uh, Providence. Yeah, so they're both going to make it. So, we'll so wait maybe it'll be Providence versus Hershey, and we'll have a good go. That'll be a good one. I'll actually watch that. <laughs> well, Hershey's already AHL through. TV. Hershey's already through, and Hart- and uh, Hartford is up two games to one on Providence. So that's they- not true. Providence is up. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Hershey's won three three games to one against the Checkers. So yeah, Hershey's already in. Yeah, yeah. and Providence is, is down down one, one yeah. game. Yeah. So ooh. and hey, just to just just to throw this out there because we didn't we didn't mention it, but. Coachella and Colorado are tied at two, so it's going to a game five tonight at yeah. seven. Yeah, that's so, cool. That was, that yeah, was Colorado has been a scrappy bunch. We hey. haven't seen them much, but you know, and there again, you mentioned this in the car ride over. I was just going to say, yeah. uh, I wonder the statistics on this, but we know we one thing cool thing to note was that the parent clubs played each other, and then the HL teams played each other in the playoffs. Right? Yeah, we, I, had, we had Seattle and Colorado, Colorado in the NHL, and then we had. Uh, the Colorado Eagles playing the Coachella Valley Firebirds, who are the Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, it's kind of a reverse, a reverse uh, outcome, though. <clears throat> I, I'd prefer. I, I don't know. Like, who who would you prefer <laughs> out of that to face? If let, like we're let's say when, when we win when we win Sunday, who do you want to face out of those two? Uh, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters, oh, okay. but Colorado probably. Yeah, yeah, probably Colorado too. Got a slightly better matchup. I mean, it, you know what? Honestly, it's it's tied two games to two but like Coachella Valley has I think like three of the top scorers in the AHL playoffs yeah, yeah. Cole Lind yeah Canucks fans might know that name is leading the AHL playoffs in points right now so yeah well you only get goals if you can't get if you can get it past the goalie and we got pretty good goaltenders here in Abbotsford so, it's true buddy you know it's mm-hmm. and uh and I call you know I still calling that whoever wins the Pacific is going to win the Calder Cup that stands uh Kenny agreed with my predictions for the most part in last week's broadcast with the exception of the Atlantic with Providence, and they're facing elimination. So we'll see what happens well, there. Bo- Boston Bruins are out, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm know if Providence is going to get any help. I'm going to get to that. But listen, that was the one thing I said in that prediction was like, although Boston might go far, so you're you're probably right. That, but that was I think you and I both said the same thing. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, I'm. I'm I no, no spoiler alert. Somebody else chimed alerts, in and said, right. "I could see Florida getting through Boston." You both went, "You're crazy!" No way. I'm like, I, uh, I was like, "I could see it if the officiating is anything like we've seen this season." I was like, yeah. "I could totally see Florida getting through Boston," and sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny when I first, when I saw the when I, I actually watched that last game, and when I saw the last the goal win, and then I saw Florida win, I was just like, you know what, the guy like Carl called it. <laughs> why did he, why yeah. did this have to be the case? You know, it's really hard being this right all the time. <laughs> oh, like, man. So are you going to call the Leafs losing then against Florida? Or are you? No, I already said I Leafs know. are going to the finals in the East. Edmonton's okay. going to the finals in the West. And it's a toss-up who wins that finals. Like, yeah. I, I, I can't call either way. I think that's a toss of a coin. Um, I think you almost have to call that when you get there. But, hey, if I can call who comes to the finals, that's good enough. Yeah, yeah. So, Could you imagine hey. an Edmonton and Toronto final, like Stanley Cup final? Oh, that'd be great. That would be a really yeah, entertaining. Like, like no Canadian nuts. team makes the finals in how long, and then you get two. two. Yeah. yeah, it's a guarantee. One's winning it. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone but Vancouver. Will, that will shatter. 
records for broadcast like broadcasting oh, could records. you imagine I, yeah. it's, we'll see i don't know it's either going to shatter it in terms of across canada or but deflate it in america <laughs> or, or 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 it's going to be reversed where like america is like well let's see what these canadian teams can do and then <laughs> the americans hey, listen, aren't watching they, anyways yeah. <laughs> the american- it's not like it's broadcast across <laughs> the united it's, let's not kid ourselves whoever's in the finals for the u.s they're the ones watching it that's yeah. it it's, it's, it's like the somebody, holy state it's like no. somebody sitting in front of their t- tv in la in Ju- in in uh may june going oh i wonder how Vancouver's gonna do you know yeah. or, or how toronto's <laughs> gonna do no man they're always they're just watching their teams that's all yeah well, listen they they do have <laughs> one of the the would have one of the top superstars in the finals in austin matthews so they may have something to to cheer for yeah it's all about like storylines at that place. Yeah. I Anyways, that's the only circumstance that would allow me to root for the Edmonton Oilers <laughs> <laughs> is them playing the Toronto Maple Leafs in the finals, right? <laughs> yeah. You uh, rather annoy? You, uh, what was what did my uncle used to tell me? There are two types of hockey fans in the world: the ones who want, who like the Toronto Maple Leafs, and then the smart ones who hate them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, is it really just those two? Like, how do you, yeah. How do you know if a guy's a Leaf fan? <laughs> Wait five minutes. He'll tell you. He'll put he'll put the shopping bag on his head instead of around his. Or he'll be wearing the jersey already, or something Leafs related, or his keychain will have a Leafs thing on it. They'll tell you. There's always something that shows up. I'm gonna use my Leafs USB key. Do people even use USB keys anymore? Yeah, there's one. There's one right here. But this is Bush League, so you know. Although exactly. Civil's got their, their act together a little more than Bush League does. So. Some, sometimes. Yeah. Actually, no. We, we're pretty good here on Civil Radio 101.7 <laughs> FM. That's yeah. that's just muscle memory now. So, uh, the uh, Kenny, you were looking at Kraken, Jets, Oilers. You talked a lot about the West in the last episode. Uh, you were leaning towards the Oilers making and winning the Stanley Cup Finals. But you were also big on the Boston in the East. Good call on that one, big guy. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's where we're at. And then uh, Taryn was kind of just, uh, you know, in the middle of it, uh, you know, trying to be devil's advocate or stir yeah. the pot, I think, for most of that conversation. That's 90% but, yeah. of what I do here. Yeah. But you also call Boston, so I get a big yeah dance. I get to do the L- Carl Happy Listen, dance. I, I was also pretty big on the Rangers, too. And I, I can't, honestly, I can't believe the Rangers lost. I was like, what? You sound it's like not, Leafs uh, fans when they lose in the first round. No, listen, I'm, I'm not a Rangers fan. Rangers I was just fan, going man. simply on depth of the team. And I was, uh, I mean, good for the the Devils for taking them down. But yeah, I was like, man. I, yeah. I would like to say that I'm happy for Leafs fans if they got through the first round. But I just cannot stand Leafs fans. Uh, actually, speaking of fans I cannot stand... Uh, Calgary is actually not one of them. <laughs> Usually, I like Calgary fans. They're actually a really classy bunch of fans. Uh, obviously, I can't uh, root for the team because uh, they're a division rival. But in both ways, they're both <laughs> they're now a huge rival in both Vancouver and Abbotsford. But we actually had a bit of an altercation at the game the other night with uh, a verbal altercation with a Calgary fan. And he, first of all, he arrives late. Yeah, that's true. Comes down, kicks two girls out of their out of the seats that they were in. Now, granted, they were. His, legitimately his, his seats, seats so but. you know give him that but still you arrive late you come down dressed in a calgary flames jersey you and your girlfriend and now you're gonna root for the flames and not only that but he, he was actually pretty cool he wasn't like 
going over the top. But then one of the guys in our section who does like going over the top, and ourselves included, yeah. we're all chirping at the team, you know, trying to get on their skin because that's it's playoff hockey, baby. Absolutely. Like, Just like Jack Rathbone said, man, the fans set the tone. Usually, you know, I'm a, huh? I'm a classier fan than that, but in the playoffs, there is no holds bar, man. Yeah. You got to go out. You got to get in their head. You can it's make about, an impact. It's about the mind games, first and foremost, right? As fans, like your job is to play the mind game. That's right. 100%. No. The league wants to give us three games at home in the second round to the team that won the AHL standings. Then I'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. We will use that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We will abuse that. And anyway, so Dougie in our section there, great guy. Yeah, beauty. Uh, you know, works in corrections. Great guy. Hero amongst men, you know, with his profession. He, he's, 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 he's chirping at Tim Phillips, calling him Tim. Or sorry, yeah. Matthew Phillips, calling him Tim Bit. Yeah. Right? And they, they, they've been doing that all year. It's yeah, not, nothing every new. game. He went to Calgary for game one and did that and was chirping. And what? Every, like every time yeah. someone awesome. falls. Calgary fans goes, loved it, actually. He's yeah. like, get up, you bum, get up, you bum. And he was like, Timbit, Timbit. And the Calgary fans loved it. They embraced it. They fought back with, with the chirping. Right? Yeah. They didn't get yeah. mad at him. Did you guys go to the Calgary pout? No. No, okay. we didn't. Oh, okay, okay. Talked okay. about no. it, but didn't do it. No, okay. too okay. busy with, uh, with other things. You know? Fair. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was... And also, my son wanted to watch the games with me too. So, yeah. he, and oh, shout yeah. out to my son Zachary. I know he's listening right now. He's one of our three listeners. So, you know, there we go. There but we go. <laughs> I actually don't think we have three listeners. I think we have two. But, anyways, um, hey, this, yeah, this is a far-reaching hey. radio station. You probably have a few, a few number. You know, hey. I, I've had a, I've had a surprisingly uh, a surprisingly um, uh, bigger amount of less viewership and listen and listenership off of my show yeah. on Mondays, uh, which is just Formula One car racing and. and, and Aaron gets phone calls. Maybe like, yeah, that's a good show. We like that one, and and uh, oh. like people like, send his message. So yeah, I think you know what. There you You'll go. Be surprised how many people. Well, listen, we do have three. Well. I gotta give Sergio a shout out too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my boy at work there. He's like, I love the show. Yeah. Like, awesome. <laughs> Sergio. 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 Yeah. Oh, awesome. He's name a beauty. Too. Awesome. Name. All right, go ahead. But, continue and, with this guy. Yeah. So this guy. So so <laughs> so he and Doug they they they're doing like the. F you. No, F you. Back and forth across. And, and like, it looks like it's getting heated. Like, we yeah. had a, his, his brother in law was sitting uh, behind just Doug. Behind Doug. And he's like, Am I going to have to tackle this guy when he tries to attack Doug? Like, what am I, what's <laughs> going on here? And, and uh, I was like, Oh, it takes a little push and let gravity do the rest. <laughs> but, yeah. anyways, uh, no, I'm just kidding. But, anyways, he, um, I don't advocate violence. That's our PSA for today. No, don't be violent at games. But, uh, yeah, so. I look at the guy. I'm like, look at me, look at me, and he looks at me, and he's like, f you. I'm like, no, f you, man. I'm like, you don't come to a game in an away jersey and act like an ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- I think I stopped that before. Yeah, you did. You did. You're totally fine. You're totally fine. Yeah, but yeah, you know, you don't act like that. Like we're allowed to do that. It's the away team. You're not allowed to come and get mad about that. I'm sorry. Yeah, get out of here if you don't. If if you're not gonna be. If you're not gonna sit there and take it. And then he started feeding it back later. Now that's how you do it. Exactly. You have and, to. It's a give and take. It's an ebb and flow of mutual yeah, yeah. respect and hatred. You for just each give, other's you just give the chirp back. That's it. And man. I think he. I think he immediately regretted what he did. I think he realized he'd been off more than he could chew, <laughs> and that the <laughs> whole the whole section started letting him have it. But then he he improved his behavior from there. But I want this to be a lesson to everybody out there. If you're coming to this game tonight and you're expecting and you're going to get you know bum hurt about us making you know making remarks at the uh, Calgary team. Don't come to the game. <laughs> Don't yeah. come to the game. It's in your best interest to stay home, watch NHL TV. You know, grab that uh, 
big bowl of popcorn and that giant bowl of Kleenex because you're going to have to <laughs> wipe away all those tears when we uh, when we wipe the floor with you tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But listen, if you are coming, Enjoy we love it when you chirp back. I mean, yeah. it makes oh, the environment great. funner. So, I mean, uh, yeah. that's what it's all about, right? I, I, I love Absolutely. Seeing, I love there was a lot of good Calgary fans down there that were having a good time. And, oh, yeah. uh, They're and chirping, chirping at my up. sign when we're walking yeah, around. Yeah, like, yeah. I love it, man. That's camaraderie. <laughs> that's like, yeah. it's fun. That's what we're there to do. Yeah. And we're there to, like, worship at the altar of hockey. We're there to step out of our own selves for a minute and realize there's bigger things in life than you, you know? Yeah, yeah. And get behind the team. And that's what I love. It's It's pure passion. So, those of you uh, that are Calgary fans coming to the game tonight, we love you. We we appreciate you, but keep it classy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, or I shouldn't say keep it classy. Keep it. Realize that you are the away team. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we did kind of a roundup of series one, around one the series. Any thoughts that you guys have associated with round one before we kind of talk about the series of round two so far? Yeah. Are you referring to NHL or AHL? All AHL. All AHL. Always Hungry League. Let's talk about that one. Um, I think my only comment is we'll feed into round two, which is just the power play. Um, I mean, it looked a a lot better uh, on Wednesday. Um, It's been something that I think that Abbotsford, really my my biggest critique against them all season long has been their power play has been pretty miss-focused rather than Mm -hmm. hit-focused. But whatever they, they did... Whatever they did last game with that line, really, it fired it fired up, especially in the the second period. Again, only really one power play power play goal off of I think I calculated like eight or nine that we got, so pr- pretty low. And I think our I I want I want to double check this the the percentage. I'm afraid to double check it to check it now because when I checked before the game, it was only at nine percent, and then after this, it's probably lower now, but. I want to get your thoughts on like what do you see needs to change, or do, do you think that what they were doing in game two is the starting point? Keep that going. Maybe they'll just take another game and build momentum. Well, here's here's the thing. I'll chime on this. I'll let Kenny chime in. Yeah. But here's the thing. You got to realize when you're playing a team like the Calgary Wranglers, who have you know the AHL's All Star goalie, right? Yeah. Uh, of the year. So, you know, when you're playing a, a tough goalie like Wolf, you have to be creative with your play to score goals. I mean, racking up the shot counts, impressive. It, it makes uh, Wave Guy happy because he's shouting for shots all the time. But, you know, it's... <laughs> it's going it, to make Wolf look good. It makes Wolf look good. It builds his uh, his his momentum. Uh, so I think when you get on the power play like that in a playoff series with a good goalie, there's less shots in the power play. It's all about control and how you gain the zone. I think for the most part, they've played really well on the power play in this series. Uh, I don't think the percentage indicates how well they've played, but they're playing a tough opponent, right, that has, you know, a solid penalty kill and a really strong goaltender. So uh, on that, I would say I think they keep doing what they're doing and just keep being creative. And I think the home ice advantage is going to be the difference maker. I, I don't understand the format of this, giving them Yeah, the I was surprised games. by that too. I was like, what? I guess they figured the first two games is an advantage. I don't know. Or if it might be random. we got to learn more about this because yeah. at some points the playoff picture is just random. Like It's like a scene from that movie Basketball where they seem like they're just making it up as they go along. <laughs> and, and the ties will be settled by... <laughs> 
I think I posted this on my socials. Like the ties will be settled by a two man sack race on consecutive Sundays. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's completely random, it's a, right? It's a classic movie. It's, it's, a, it's, a good it's one. so good, right? That was so yeah. underappreciated. The brilliance it's, from a sports perspective, it was so well done. Yeah, but, to, to, yeah. to to make the to make the sport that uh, I haven't seen that movie in so long, but now I'm probably going to watch that. Uh, when I get home at midnight tonight, so there you go. Yeah, there you go. All right, you're not going to listen to the show in the shower like I do. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, honestly, <laughs> self talk. You know what? To be honest with you, I I don't even I don't even re-listen to my show. Uh, <laughs> I get too. I was like, I don't want to listen to my voice. <laughs> like, I, I hear it too. Much, voice, I hear it too much of the cans already. Like, I don't need to hear uh, it again. I was alone. <laughs> I was all by myself. Well, I'm actually, no one was looking. I was thinking of you. <laughs> well, I'm actually. Oh, never mind. I'm, I'm actually recording an episode of my show um, tomorrow by myself, so I'm going to have to oh, get used now to you it. All be, I'm all by myself. I'm lost here uh, without you. You and me has such <laughs> wonderful times, and I'm all by myself. Okay. Yeah. Uh, moving on. So, the, but the series so far, yeah, we talked about that. It's been really strong. Uh, there again, the. Like, Great games. Go both go to OT. Like when we were sitting there, <laughs> and I was like, I can't. I look at Kenny with five minutes left. I'm like, I can't handle another overtime loss. I can't. Mm. I can't. Not not in the playoffs. No. <laughs> not, <sighs> not three in a row. I would have been three in a row to get eliminated with an OT loss. I would have like flashbacks of when was that that series against Colorado when Vancouver made the playoffs for the first time in like oh, six man. years, and we went to those games and we're like. And we yeah. lost all four games. Were tight games. Everybody's like, "Oh, they got swept." It's like, come on, they didn't get swept. Well, Those were tight games. We got the Hanson brothers to sign our towels, though. That so. was awesome. That <laughs> was awesome. <laughs> we, we were right up at the press box there, like like literally the nosebleeds. Yeah, well, that the top, the bottom low row nosebleeds, right where the press boxes are, and you got uh, the Hanson brothers there. They're in town filming Slapshot too, and I was wearing oh, this oh, nice. this cape made out of past. Towels like the, the Canucks awesome. playoff game towels. It was sick. It My was dad sick. was a collector of these things, so I assembled them all into a big cape. And they saw it and they're like, "That's awesome!" So the Hanson brothers were asking to take a picture with me, and I'm like, "Yes!" And they were like, <laughs> "They were like sneaking us drinks down from the press box. It was awesome. We we partied with the Hanson brothers for a hockey game. It was so <laughs> bloody cool. Like, well, it's like they, one of the highlights of my life. I, I, they were they were so classy too. I'll, I'll never forget." Like Carl's like, oh, you should ask him to sign your towel. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, hey. I'm like, did you want to sign my towel? And he's like, no. I'm like, <laughs> oh. He's like, well, you ask me if I want to. I'm going to tell you no. Would you like me to sign your towel? I'm like, uh, yes, please. He's like, okay. And then he took it and didn't bring it back until like at the very end of the game. He got them all to sign. But he got all of them to sign it, which was really yeah, cool. And uh, me and Carl were like, uh, is he going to bring the towels back? I'm yeah. like, I don't know. You know, a couple of those guys were good hockey players. But yeah, it was pretty, uh, the, the pretty one, solid guys. It's a, two brothers and a cousin, right? And the, uh, t- the one brother and one of the cousins, they played like proper hockey. Like they were AHL vets, I think. But, yeah, well, it's nice to see some uh, handsome brother representation at the Abbotsford Canuck games yeah. too. Some some tribute to the handsome brothers is yeah. beautiful, and they do it well. Shout I don't out know to who those they are. guys. So whoever you are, you do it well. You know what's cool about them is in fr- in the first game against Bakersfield at home here, they were there and they were wearing the Chiefs jerseys, and yeah. we, uh, we walked past them. I'm like, hey, sick jerseys, guys! And then the next game, we see them on the jumbotron and they're wearing the handsome brothers glasses, and I was like. That's awesome, and we haven't bumped into them again since. But well, the, if they're if they happen to be listening, 
Shout out to you boys. That's awesome. And everybody who's getting dressed up and coming out to these games. Having a good time. Yeah. Shout out, Abbotsford. You well, guys are the, making us proud. The environment is good. I got to say, um, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to roll this in the next season, too. Let's, oh. let's keep this speaking, going. Speaking of the environment, if I'm correct, this should be the right clip. But yeah, well, it's a big moment in the game. And uh, when you don't score. You oh, know. that's the playoffs. Never mind. Never mind. That's the wrong clip. But whatever. Which clip are you looking for? Uh, I was trying to find. There was one where I saved with the um, with the with the head coach where he kind of was like, "No, the atmosphere is absolutely great. This is this is the." This oh. is the See if you can find that. I want to hear that clip. I haven't heard any of these clips, folks. That are listening. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of these one of these days, I'm gonna. Should see. we just should we just stop talking and let them roll the clips or what? what, what I mean, I don't I don't want to I don't want to roll the clips and have them like be the wrong ones all the time. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days, I'm gonna sneak some clips on there. It's just gonna be singing in the shower and you're play. It's be like ah la la. Yeah. <laughs> Taryn, don't worry about it. After all, it's his bush league. What this building? Yeah, this is the. This is the uh, let's hear it. One, let's hear let's it. Roll what it. This building could mean for your hockey team. Did you like what the fans brought for you? Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, you could feel it. I mean, actually, to be honest, even in the morning, come out for the morning. Just the, the rink looks fantastic. Like you come out and feels like a big game, and uh, I think that's so important for our players to experience, to to know what it's like. To be on on that in that kind of environment, and I thought the atmosphere tonight was just what you it would expect, and it does help. It helps us a lot. That, that has good. undertones of him basically saying this is like an NHL playoff game. That's what it sounds yeah. like he's saying there. Like, well, even even up, you know, a lot of people up in the on the press boxes, they're just saying, you know, the, the, because the ceiling is so low, that sound goes up yeah. and then back down and then back up because of the of the ice, and it's it nothing. Nothing. It's it's it sounds like you're in a ten thousand, twenty thousand stadium. Yeah, I I will say like, and it wasn't even it wasn't even sold out last game. Yeah. So you think of like Baker's, you think of the Bakersfield games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say though, they got there was a guy in our section that got that wolf chant going. Oh and then the minute was, I knew that did was you hear you guys. the minute it he like got it, it going, that was you guys. Me and Carl looked at each other and were like, whoa. Like the, it is well, exploded. You, you could hear it everywhere, like, and I was like, "How do you not chime in in that?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in." Usually, when somebody starts a chant, it takes like a few rounds to get rolling. Yeah. That was like everybody like it was like a flash mob. Yeah, literally, <laughs> it like, yeah, it literally came out and it, like, it just oh, we're all going to start this chant at this precise second because it's like yeah. he said he said the words and as he's saying them, everybody started saying yeah, it, right. Like it, wasn't it was just so loud. I don't know if you guys so heard it up there. But oh man. no, we and I was, was a, very yeah, it was a, it was a beauty. I've never seen anything like that no. before. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, like, the other one was uh, when they were in period two when they were on um, clo- the side closer to to me. Everyone, someone was calling like someone was saying Wolfie. And that got going for a few, like a minute or so. Yeah. And then it kind of died out again. Well, I so I so badly want this to go to game seven because I have a great sign for for Dustin Wolf. I, for Wolf. Like, I want, I want it to say, because, uh, you know, it's like, um, don't cry, Wolf. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like, <laughs> make Wolf cry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 make Wolf cry. Uh, oh, or do but, make Wolf cry instead of don't. Make, yeah, yeah. Please um, cry, Wolf. Please cry, Wolf. Please cry, Wolf. Yeah. Now we're getting on it. There we go. There yeah, we're on it. Yeah. So. Do, do you guys uh, think that I, I, you know, one question I was, one, I was going to one, I was considering asking the Abbotsford team, but I think it's a kind of silly question to ask them. But do you think that, you know, maybe Calgary, in terms of an organization point, was a little distracted on Wednesday with the news that Sutterhood has been fired? 
Do you, or do you think that they're like two separate at that point? Well, that has you're to, not really. That has to reverberate through the Jurassic. Park, yeah, you'd think right? so. It's, uh, it's a family, right? It would be like um, going. I mean, it's a terrible analogy, but like it'd be like going to a family reunion and then hearing that uh, you know your cousin Frankie. Uh, just graduated college or that he just got laid off or fired. Like it would reverberate through the crowd. Mm -hmm. It would get back. Like, I don't know that it would impact play in any way. It's not a distraction, but it has to be present. Right. Like it had to be uh, something that was talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Like like you think, you think of like how your entire team is training to fit this, your, 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 the, the parent clubs, organization yeah. and the way they want to play and then now that's completely going to be changing over that you're like okay well these players like we're probably going to be called up may not fit what's going to be yeah. rebuilt there now so yeah. what do we well, do with these guys also the coaching staff that's definitely now they're like oh this is my time to shine if yeah. they could win the call puts the a cup, little more pressure I suddenly think. there's some positions that open up on the big club staff yeah right so that that becomes a big thing especially after the strong season they've had i wouldn't be it wouldn't be strange to see a few members of that coaching team moving up to the to the big club, yeah. right? So, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. with the success they've had this year, right? Exactly. So, a strong playoff run would really just put the icing on the cake for that. Um, so, what do we think is going to happen the rest of the way? I mean, obviously, as Abbotsford fans, we're sitting here, we're going, "Yeah, they're going to win." But let's just step outside of our fan seat for a little bit and say, "Well, what's going to come? What, what are these next two games going to look like? Uh, what are your guys' predictions? What do you think?" Well, I'm wondering if I should play Devil's Advocate again just so that way it means that I will lose because I played Devil's Advocate the <laughs> other time and we and we swept. So maybe <laughs> maybe that's what we do. Isn't sports all about like stereo? Uh, it's not stereotypes. Um, what's the term? Superstition. Superstition. Yeah. Uh, anything like that. So, yeah. uh, no, nope, I don't. I don't want to do that though. So I, I, I think that if Abbotsford wins tonight, obviously, you know, obviously we get the game seven and Sunday. I think we take Sunday. I still think it's only going to be. I don't see it being much more than one or two goals of heart, no matter what. Um, I'll be surprised if there's more than two. So I'm going to yeah. say like yeah. it's going to be three two again or four three. It's it's always going to be very very tight, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Because I don't see how you how unless unless uh, Martin or Seelofs absolutely stands on their head and gets a shutout. That would be the only way you would. I'm gonna knock on wood on that. That's the only way you'll see more than a one goal differential. See, because I don't, I don't see how you get more than three goals past Wolf, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's just not. I don't. Has it even happened all season? Like I really don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'd have to look how far yeah. back you'd have to go to see that. But like he's been so solid that I don't even. I'm sure it's happened this season, but probably not very often. Probably yeah. less than a handful of times. Um, but. Yeah, that's the thing. I, and by the way, on the superstition front, I don't know if Kenny's noticed this even. I'm going to stand up. <laughs> uh, have you ever noticed that I always wear my blue shoes, blue pants, blue socks for every Abbotsford Canucks game? I haven't noticed I did ever. not notice So that. I'm always wearing blue and green. Mm, okay, that's okay. That's a very smart way to do it. Technically, Just my thought sho- I mentioned that because I don't think we've covered that before. Technically, my shoes are incredibly dark navy, so does that count or... Uh... No. Okay. okay. Let, me, let me see them. Let me see them. They don't. They show up more black in this light, but they're <laughs> <laughs> those are black. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, I'd maybe try. I guess they must have a blue tint to them. But yeah. No, so it's one of those like one of those like flavor blue tints. Not a really blue. Not a real blue tint, but it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, I like to say cool. that at least. But yeah. no, I, I was going to say I, I was going to say though that 
it, it would. I don't even think it's necessarily a a goalie uh, question of 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 goal of you know keeping of defense of defense in that. It would be more. I think that as long as our defense stays up, then they're going to give Martin and Seelovs the the protection they need. Because I think the the two goals that happened in uh, in game three, I feel were more of a of a defense breakdown yeah. than necessarily. Uh, yeah, a Martin, Martin breakdown. Other than maybe the second one, because that second one that was just a wicked shot. Yeah, that I don't think you really know how to defend that when it when it comes at you like that. Yeah, um, but I think that well, was more, right in front like that too. I mean, it's it's hard to square up when you're like dead center, right out in the middle of the guys by himself, right? Yeah. But I mean, on that note, like Spencer Martin, he's got a he's got the third best goals against average in the playoffs right now at one point five seven. So that's pretty solid. Who's yeah. ahead of him? Uh, Jean-Francois Berube and Dylan Gironde or Garand from Hartford. The other guy was from Cleveland. So, hmm. yeah. Hmm. So there you go. Dustin Wolf's 11th at 2.42 goals against. So, hmm. yeah. Interesting. I'm go sure. figure. Ride well, the those, guys are, are, those guys ahead of them too have played more games. Right? They have. So. Yeah, they have. That's so. not the point, though. Well, not, no, it's not about how many more you played. It's really actually, actually one hundred percent is. Well, that, it helps you, you pad the stats a little bit, right? Especially when you consider that <laughs> for for Spencer Martin, uh, you know, uh, well, two of his games now have been against the top team in the AHL, right? So that's not really like if you're third, that's that's tough competition, right? It's true. Plus, Bakersfield was one of the hottest teams down the stretch, so I would argue that that that. That those stats substantiate that he is the top goalie so far in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I mean he's played three, right? Um, we were talking about Seelovs earlier, and I mean Seelovs has played two games, right? He's played one in the Calgary series and one in in Bakersfield, and he's uh, he's seventeenth at two point eight five. So yeah, I think I think Martin. I would like to see Martin tonight. I think yeah. that's I would have loved to have seen Artur Seelov at the start of the. In game one of the first round, so it's amazing how much my my perspective is yeah, flipped. Same here. But I've said from the start, I like them both, and that they're both mm-hmm. strong goalies. Mm-hmm. But and I th- and I think that you know, and he's, you know, I love my mom. My mom gives Spencer <laughs> Martin like so much bad credit. Uh, she's like, yeah, he's like, just did not do well at all for Vancouver, and I think that that's kind of unfair. Because I feel that hundred percent unfair. Yeah, because I feel like, the, the, but you're when you're stepping into what you needed to, what he needed to step into Vancouver. Like he didn't really have a chance to be the backup for a time, right? Like any kind of in my was, from my perspective, he was developed to be a backup in Vancouver. He was never meant to be the starting goalie no. in Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver yeah. got absolutely caught with their pants down this year when Demko got injured. But you don't expect an elite young goalie to go out like that. Like it just doesn't happen that often really mm-hmm. so that hurts you as a team and but uh, that messed up the whole season and then Spencer Martin you know he, he had a bad stretch definitely and and you know Colin Dillia stepped in and, and did a good job in that backup capacity for Martin and kind of earned that role of the regular backup but I don't know I, I it still remains to be seen yeah, I think you see Spencer Martin back in the NHL next year as the backup probably yeah I think yeah. so yeah, because mm-hmm. I think his contract he, ends after next year, and then maybe Seelovs makes the jump for the following year, and you know they develop some other younger goalies. Because Seelovs is not on a two two way, is he? It's on, only Marlon Martin's on. No, the he's two on way? a two way as well. Yeah, he's on, on a two way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he went up a few times, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, but, so he's 
Okay, the number. Yeah. The number is taken. That's why it's supposed to be guys. When the fact checker is wrong, you know, that's it. They got that other young goalie that they want to bring in, that European guy. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But yeah. he's going to be the backup for Seelofs next year. They're going to let Dilia's contract expire. And, uh, and you'll see Spencer Martin up there with Demko. I think that's the plan, mm-hmm. right? As mm-hmm. long as everything goes according to plan. But mm-hmm. the, the thing about Vancouver is nothing ever goes according to plan. No. <laughs> not, even, not, not even us tanking. For good draft picks goes to plan. Well, the problem is we were we were like everybody was like, oh, they should tank for. The, I'm like, they're not getting that that last pick. I mean, you guys are nuts if you think that they're too yeah. good of a team to tank, and they're not going to let Demko sit out the rest of the season once he's healthy. So as yeah. soon as he became healthy, I knew we'd start winning games because he's an elite goalie, and we were missing a starting goalie, and that's why we lost. It was a very simple thing to see that the reason that team did not make the playoffs this year was because Demko got injured. Plain yeah, yeah. and simple. If they, Demko doesn't get injured, they probably finish, uh, you know, third place in the in the in that uh, in the West uh, so in the division. So, you know, it's one of those things that yeah. just. Phew. So, we got to yours and my uh, Carl. You got to yours and my kind of thoughts on the, how the rest of the series is going to go, but we didn't get to Kenny's. I yeah. didn't really get to give mine. Oh but, well, you know, no. Well, well, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll finish it off. You go, Kenny. I'll be real quick. Because what I'm going to say is basically that uh, um, your predictions are pretty much bang on with mine. Like, I think it's going to be very tight, very close. The Both power plays are not great. Like, Vancouver's got a 12% power play, and Calgary's got 15, which I think are both bottom in the West right now. So it's, it's a lot of five-on-five five play. Um, but I think it's going to be close, and uh, listen, Vancouver's going to take it. But it's going to yeah. be close. They're going to be one-goal games. Or Ab- Abbotsford. Yeah, my bad. Sorry, go. All right. Let's hear it, Carl. Well, so uh, Carl the Bear can't can't give this information, so he's going <laughs> to step out of the room and he's going to bring his buddy uh, Hans, who works on the oil rigs out there in Alberta. Berta. He's a Berta boy. <laughs> he's going to come in. He's going to. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's going to go to game seven. I think that Calgary is probably going to take it. That game seven. You're crazy, man. Get the heck out of here, Hans. Who invited you? Yeah, I know the Canucks are totally going to win both games. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there Done. We go. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm hopeful, guys. I mean, they're gonna. I think they're gonna win tonight. The Canucks will absolutely win tonight. That's my my prediction. And that game seven's tough, guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I. They're going to have time to read the, both goalies. The, the great thing about playing two different goalies, too, is give, it makes it harder for the team to, to really prepare yeah. for who they're going to play that night. That's a huge asset. So if they go with Martin again tonight and then they don't – and then they if they play Martin three games in a row, that can be a different experience for them than, you know, two. Yeah. And right now, you, I mean, there's no – you can't switch it up. You uh, have to win. So, I mean, if, if – Martin's I the hot hand. I think is just as capable of winning. And it's true. I think from an organizational standpoint, it's a it's a hard it's a hard call to make from a coach because if if you call that and you lose a series, it's a that's a tough one to explain. Yeah, but I think I think Martin wins last game. You start Martin today. He wins today. You got to start him in in game five, right? Mm. <sighs> yeah, I think so. I, I think so. I think so. I think so. You too, right? So, I mean, it'd be uh, let's see. Well, I mean, so we're all unanimous that they win tonight. And it's gonna be a heck of a game seven. So Abbotsford, come out and support the team. If you if the tickets aren't already sold yeah, out, which they probably are, get out there. You know, come give us some love. We're gonna be wearing our Calder Cup regalia tonight with our yeah. uh, our bling bling. 
And uh, yeah, we'll be having a good our time. Our bling there. bling and our cascade shade. The cascade shade. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> when you see us in the newspapers, we're gonna start using the Cascade newspaper. It's gonna be the Cascade Shade. We have so many co- we have so many copies for you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, we'll bring a bunch and bring a hand them out in the, in our section tonight. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, for Bush League, I'm your host Carl Lundgren, my co-host Kenny Greencorn, yeah. and producer Taryn Midzane over so, there on the so, board so. wearing the beautiful salmon shirt, yeah, looking good, gussied up with what he calls ready to dark get some. navy blue shoes, but they're black. And he's black. gonna he's gonna wow them tonight with the questions <laughs> figure out who's gone to castle fun park and uh yeah that's it we're broadcasting from the traditional unceded stolo territory and si- this is bush league signing off hello out there we're on the air it's finally finally it's not wooly bully <laughs> hey you know what wooly bully is good wooly bully had its place it had its moment and the players bump and the fans all go insane someone roars bobby scores at the good old hockey game oh the good old hockey game is the best game you can name and the best game you can name is the good old hockey game